This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. You're with Julian Ng and Kusu Chuang, and we're going to look at the day's biggest news. Uh, Guan Ing, Finance Minister Lim Guan Ing, has dismissed a report by Nomura Global Research on Wednesday saying that Malaysia uh, has a fiscal... Uh, Nomura, the report said that Malaysia's fiscal deficit would deteriorate to 3.9%. Obviously, Lim Guan Ing isn't too happy about this, Chuang. Yeah, he wasn't too impressed by the fact that uh, Nomura uh, pointed out to two different factors. First of all, the fact that um, crude oil prices having come off the recent peak and of course some way off the government's own prognostications about, about where prices should be. And the second thing is of course the shortfall of public revenue following the zero rating of GST, which, is, uh, which has seen potentially the target for this fiscal deficit to slip. Uh, but the good finance minister, Sardar Lim Guaneng, was very quick to point out that not only is he uh, confident of achieving the fiscal deficit targets, but also the fact that sales and service tax collections of 5.4 billion ringgits is higher than their own initial projections of 4 billion ringgits. So among other offences that Nomura has committed, they have... Uh downgraded, shock horror, downgraded Malaysia uh, from uh, neutral previously uh, to underweight. So these are stock market terms, right? When you get in and out of the market, uh, buy, you sell, you go overweight, you go underweight. Um, there is a tweet uh, coming in from Victor Liu. Thank you for this, Victor, who said, who asked uh, the question of, you know, how Wall Street gets uh, the bonus? A bonus stands for Buy, overweight, neutral, underweight, and sell, right? <laughs> this is how the, the, the people in the stock market, uh, you know, the brokers make yeah. the money because they want to get in and out of the market. And interesting that uh, Finance Minister Lim Guan Ying has responded uh, to this, uh, you know, offenses, uh, very offensive statements uh, by Nomura. You know, there's a scene in Wolf of Wall Street, you know, where Leonardo DiCaprio just joins the firm for the first time and he meets uh, Matthew McConaughey in the, in the, in the, in the, in the lunch place and the, in the restaurant. And obviously through... Uh, many, many drinks. Um, Matthew McConaughey shares one of Wall Street's secrets, which is to keep the investors on investors on the bandwagon. You do not ever allow them to get off the bandwagon. You've got to keep them invested by giving them new situations, new positions, new ideas. And that's like how Wall new Street ways, new, new ways to play with OPM, other people's OPM, money. All right. That's right. Um, among the uh, gems that uh, Finance Minister Lim Guan Ning said, uh, you know, responding to a broken house uh, like Nomura notwithstanding, uh, finance, the Finance Minister has also revealed a few uh, I would say encouraging things for the future in Malaysia, implementation of zero-based budgeting, uh, open tender across all government contracts, ongoing migration from cash towards uh, accrual basis accounting, as well as the prioritization of infrastructural projects such as the MRT2, LRT3, uh, MRT3 and so on, which in no, no small way would uh, sort of beef up uh, the Malaysian economy. I don't think this will the stock market in the short term, but at least it's good for Malaysia in the long term. That's right. Uh, and this very nice little uh, tizzy ditty from the all, uh, um, finance minister points out the fact that um, uh, government dependence on petroleum income this year will be only around about 19.5%, some way of about half of which it used to be in 2009. And very interesting because oil prices have vacillated uh, more times than uh, Taylor Swift changes her stockings, I think. <laughs> Okay, um, some other that, positive... That's an analogy, but you know what I mean, right? <laughs> you said it, I didn't. 
Um, some other uh, better comments from uh, other entities. Ram Malaysia Holdings said that Malaysia's fiscal deficit uh, will narrow to 3.3% of the GDP and uh, the IMF, no less, expects the country uh, country's GDP to grow uh, 4.7% driven by uh, domestic demand. Now, uh, the other news, uh, also a response from uh, Finance Minister, he announced that uh, Singapore insurer Great Eastern Life is exempted from Bank Negara's ruling of foreign ownership of local entities. That's right. Good news for the B40s because this is basically going to go into a health insurance scheme where for those who can't afford uh, health protection, medical protection, you can now because under this new scheme, uh, you get free protection up to 14 days hospitalization benefits, payments up to 8,000 ringgits and daily uh, subsistence for 50 bucks per day or 700 bucks per year. What this allows Great Eastern to do is to circumvent the foreign ownership limits imposed by Bank Negara last year, which uh, which basically directed all foreign insurers to sell 30% of their ownership back into local hands. Now, the way they could do this was two ways. They could Either they could IPO the shares or sell it in a trade uh, transaction to another insurer, which both of which could not happen because the market was so weak and nobody had that much money. So, Great Eastern came out with this very innovative development where they said, let's put this 2 billion ringgit into this health insurance scheme and then I will be let off the hook. And Bang Nagara went for it. A very, very attractive carrot that has been dangled uh, and a successful one as well. And of course, Great Eastern uh, is uh, no small play in Malaysia. They have been in the country for um, maybe more than a century, I think. Uh, they have 70 billion ringgit in assets and about 3 million policies in force. Um, and, um, you know, there are some foreign other foreign investors uh, foreign insurers in Malaysia like Tokyo Marine, Prudential AIA, Zurich, AIG and so on uh, probably not as big as uh, the Great Eastern Life uh, in Malaysia. Um, some other developments in the financial sector as well. Chuang, uh, the MIDF or Malaysia Industrial Development Finance uh, is set to be beginning merger talks with Al Raji Banking and Investment Corp. Uh, this is after they have received a letter of no objection from Bank Negara regarding the proposed merger. Letter from MIDF and Al Raji. Can we get together and marry? <laughs> Bank Negara. No problem, guys. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, not no problems. Bank Negara said, I have no, no objection. No, I have no objection. I have no, no objection. So uh, from this time on, they uh, would have three months uh, to negotiate a deal and to thresh out a deal. Chuang, I think this is all about establishing. Uh, kind of Islamic banking institution Islamic in financial Malaysia, right? heavyweights, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So obviously, uh, MIDF is a PNB company. Uh, they follow hot on the heels of MBSB and Asian Finances Bank, um, uh, well, acquisition of the latter for 645 million ringgit. This is all about uh, Bank Negara's plans for larger, more established and stronger Islamic financial institutions to take on the world and beat them at the game. Absolutely. And uh, we'll be looking at what other companies are taking on the world when we uh, report to you from Bursa Malaysia, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.